Missouri. Our website is towerviewkc.com, towerviewkc.com. And we are doing these nightly kind of devotionals, uh, just quick uh, thoughts on God's word. And uh, we're glad you're joining us. And so if you're if you're unfamiliar with what's going on, well, uh, you probably uh, noticed that the world has kind of changed in the last week or so. God has not, our faith is not, but uh, society as we know it has changed. Things are locked down. It's all different. So we just thought we'd come together, just spend a few moments around God's word, and from there kind of spend some time getting to, to, to just remind ourselves what God has done for us in Christ. And so uh, if you're watching this, we invite you to share this. Uh, uh, if there's someone you know that may benefit from it, and uh, we just want to share some encouraging words from Scripture. There's really no other point. And if you're watching this and you're not a Christian, especially at the very end, we'll just share briefly what it means to be a Christian as well. So, um, again, my name is Darren Smith. We're from Tower View Baptist Church. We're at 7301 Northeast 50th in Kansas City, Missouri, right across from Worlds of Fun Entertainment Park off 435, uh, Interstate 435. Well, tonight I just want to look at uh, Philippians 4, 5 through 7. This is what it says. It says, Paul writing to the church of Philippi, he says, The Lord is at hand. Uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And uh, I love that because it's just such a clear clear passage. It's just so clear about what it what it's speaking of and what it means. And so, you know, Philippians is all about a church that Paul helped to found, uh, one of the first churches he wrote to, actually. And in Philippians, it, it, it talks about the peace of God. And in times like these where, where we are really struggling, I know our family, just to get the routine down with kids and, and work and all those things. And some of you are challenged with not having work or the possibility of losing your job or, you know, just all sorts of things. We need that peace of God. Uh, simply put, the peace of God opposes anxiety, opposes worry. Uh, we should plan for the future, and we should, you know, pay attention to meeting our needs and the needs of our families. You know, Proverbs fifteen twenty two says it this way: It says, "Without counsel, plans fail; but with many advisors, they succeed." First uh, Timothy five eight says, "If anyone does not provide for his household, especially or, or for his relatives, especially for members of his household, he he's denied the faith." But we must never let fear control us. I think that's the point Paul's making here. He's really writing it in the context of the church, but we're kind of taking the principle out of it here. But with, with due diligence, we must you know, anticipate what may arise and plan for it. But we must trust finally in God's power and provision to provide, not in our own cleverness. And you know, a lot of churches right now are facing shortfalls because people aren't there physically to give. And so there's a push among churches and pastors to encourage you to continue to give even when it's hard, you know, and, and for us to do that as well. Um, you're going to be hit with bills that are coming no matter what, whether you have a job or not. But no matter what our problems, our needs, our hopes are, uh, God is in control and we are not. Uh, again, let me read Proverbs 19:21. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Uh, we must hold on to our hopes and our dreams and plans very loosely with a with an open hand, even, uh, if you want to put it that way. Uh, just basically knowing that the future unfolds as God has, has planned it out. So this whole virus thing, I mean, to be honest, God knew it was going to happen. 
Uh, this isn't a surprise. We can get in the deeper theological truths of that someday. But I think the point is we must trust that he knows better than we do when our plans go astray. Um, as a runner, I, I, I'm on many runner blogs. This is the spring marathon season. Many people have been literally getting up at all sorts of hours training for, for one marathon race. And all those races are being canceled. All that training going out the window. I mean, baseball is canceled. Entertainment's canceled. I mean, schools are canceled. Uh, graduations are canceled. It's crazy. So how do we fix this? I mean, how do, how do we do this? Uh, first, we must, and, and Paul tells us here in Philippians 4, 5, he says, we must remember the Lord is at hand. We will find it difficult to be anxious if we remember that. He says, the Lord is at hand. Paul could mean that the Lord is near in the sense that he's present with us by the Holy Spirit. You know, excuse me, Jesus said um, uh, that, that, that he's always with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Uh, or he could mean that Christ is near in his return. But I think what Paul's probably referring to is, is both of those of Christ's nearness, that he's near us through the Spirit and he's also close to returning. So we, we shouldn't be anxious in times like this because our Savior's with us. And, and he will make us strong enough to endure all the way to the end. That's what Jesus said. You know, he said, those who endure to the end will be saved. So we, we know that to be true. We, so we shouldn't be anxious in these times, but we should also not be anxious because Jesus could come at any moment. The world will not last forever. You know, we'll get over this, this COVID-19, this coronavirus thing, and then something else is going to come. Uh, and it's not to worry you more, but it's just to remember that all our worries are eventually going to give way to the eternal bliss that is heaven. And that's Revelation 21. You know, Paul also says, Paul says in Philippians 4, 5, the Lord's at hand, but he also tells us to commit everything to prayer. That's what verse 6 talks about. Very famous verse. Read that for you again. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So are you praying about what you're going through right now? I mean, really, not just the one-off, hey, God. This is what I got going on. Are you really spending time praying about what's going on in your life, your family, your church, the world? Are you really doing that? Because our peace is not because the Lord gives us all we ask for, but rather because um, just spending time with him reminds us that he, what he's done for us and how he's close to us. You know, you might say this way. Prayer helps us see that the same Lord who has been good to us in the past when things weren't this nutty, at least in what's going on right now, will be good to us in the future. And, and that truth should give us tremendous peace. The Lord is at hand. So a consistent prayer life increases our peace uh, about God being in control, about him being sovereign, and about him providing as we trust him and not our own plans. I mean, our church was you know, we're, we're gearing up, as, as many churches are, for outreach in, in the coming holiday seasons. You know, we, we, we were planning many different events. We had a, a men's Bible study we'd been looking forward to. We had a guest speaker coming this Saturday, and, and that's all been put on hold. But let's always remember that God enjoys spending time with us in prayer, yes, but that he has the right answer to our prayer as he wills. And so the timing of our plans, our events, our things are not always there. So it doesn't mean that we should throw up hope and say, God, what you up to? I'm just going to lay here until you tell me what to do. We should be active in our faith. But remember, the Lord is at hand and trust him in prayer. Those are simple things, but, but that is what we're called to do in these times. That's what we're called to do. So as we come before and as we look at these things, you know, I just want to encourage you with that. I want to just remind you of these things. Uh, I want to just uh, uh, let you know that 
these are things uh, that are before us. And these are things that are not going away anytime soon. Many of you are in lockdown. Some of you are literally in cities that are locked down. But Christ is absolutely in control. And that's what we need to remember. So let me just pray for us. I'm just going to take some time to pray for us. And as we do, uh, I'll share the gospel here in just a second. Let's take a moment just to pray. Lord, thank you for our time. Father, I do pray. There's a lot of anxiousness right now. Uh, Father, and, and, and you tell us not to worry about tomorrow. But Father, uh, teach us to remind us you're at hand. Father, that uh, you'll never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you for that. Lord, we just pray that you're lifted high and glorified. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you that, Lord, uh, he is our, our go-between. Father, that we can take everything we're feeling towards him, whether we have someone in the hospital we can't see, an elderly member uh, who, who we can't visit in the, in the nursing home. We, we have family we can't communicate with, Lord. We have a job that's in peril, peril, Lord. We just, there's so many things. But, Lord, you know all this. We just commit it to you. Father, just like Joseph, who who uh, was literally going through uh, the hardest time of his life, being thrown in jail and going through all that. We know that you meant this for good, Genesis 50, 50 verse 20. So, Lord, be glorified. We don't put these things to the side. We take them seriously. Uh, we don't just say, Lord, that you know uh, everything's going to be okay right away, but we trust you through whatever lies ahead. And, and remind us, Lord, that uh, this is the lot of your people, that we are called as Christians to trials and, and tribulations in this world. This is not our home. But, Lord, give us strength in these days. Father, I pray also for anyone watching this that they would come to know you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so, guys, uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Look, if you're not a Christian, I just want to encourage you. You know, the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal and everlasting life. So if you're not a Christian, the Bible says you sinned, that you deserve God's wrath, that, that, you're, that there's nothing you can do to get back to God. You could, you could solve all this coronavirus and, and be the hero of, of this world forever and, 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 and ever and ever, but it does nothing good. There's nothing good in you. You can't bring anything to the table. Christ brought it all to the table. He died. He lived perfectly. He gave his life so that we would have eternal life. Jesus said, it is finished. He said, it's done. And therefore, we can have hope on this earth. So we pray that you turn, as the Bible says, uh, the Bible says to repent, to turn from your sin and, and confess Jesus as Lord and believe God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. I'll post a, a little link in our, our uh, uh, chat here that gives the gospel presentation. We'd love for you to take a look. If you have questions, uh, look, if you're local and we can pray for you or help you physically, our church would love to do that. Please reach out to us. We'll, we'll help you the best we can. Uh, we also will will put in there uh, that if you're if you're not from this area, but we can pray for you somehow, please let us know. Uh, again, we'd love to uh, we'd love to to do that uh, to God's glory. So please let us know how we can serve you guys. Have a great night. Thanks for your time. We'll see you tomorrow night and uh, hang in there. We we soon will get through this as well. Bye bye.